listening to Tatter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Troy. We got Noah and Ethan here. Hello. Hey. <laughs> And uh, man, we got another episode of Tutter Nation this week of football, um, week four. We saw Sunday's games, we've seen Thursday's game, and tonight we got actually two Monday nights, which I think we talked about before, like, we're big fans of two Monday night football games. Oh yeah, back-to-back, primetime, Yeah, to we, spread it out. We feel like uh, 10 o'clock games have so many games that it's hard to keep track of all of them, oh, yeah. especially if you play fantasy football, it's like... That's when the majority of everything is played. Yeah. And so I'm a fan of why don't we move one of the good 10 o'clock games into Monday, like an earlier Monday yeah. slot. Spread it out a bit. Because by the end of the day, on Sunday, usually I'm like, there's always one game where I'm like, I, I didn't even know this team played today. For I sure. Didn't, I didn't even know about this game. For me, yeah, that was the Bears game. Like, oh, I the literally Bears, was like, they played? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Playing is well, arguable. Yeah. It's was that in the afternoon? <laughs> See, I don't even know no when it was. No idea when they played. <laughs> no, it, okay. It wasn't, not yet. It was like 105, okay, 125 yeah, Pacific time. And that's even worse because there's only three games going on that time. Yeah. And I still didn't know. It wasn't played. even one of the early ones. Yeah. As far as I, as far as I remember. So for the slots yesterday, man, like I, I was, I was been, I have been so excited for football this year because all the games have been Every game I've tuned into has been a good game. This last week, I kind of felt like it took a step back. Like, I felt like the games I watched on Sunday weren't the best. They were kind of like, especially the Rams game. I didn't want even watch the whole thing. Um, I was doing a couple, you know, uh, personal things. But basically, what the stuff that I did see was very unattractive, very um, just like it didn't seem like a football game that I – cared to watch i mean i would i would because the rams but um it didn't seem like a game that was even if you weren't a rams fan if you weren't a giants fan you you you're not going to watch that game Mm. so yeah it's yeah the rams looked lethargic like they did last year for most of the season yeah like it reminded me very specifically of whatever the first eight weeks or whatever it was last year before they got it together Luckily, they were playing the Giants. Yeah, we would have gotten stomped on if not. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was because we had that super um, big comeback against the Bills that fell just short. But I feel like that was such an emotional like roller coaster of a, yeah. a ride. Sometimes, you know, like the Super Bowl, we lost. And then that next year, we were kind of lethargic the whole year. The Super Bowl hangover. Maybe we just had a really good game hangover. And yeah. we were like, hey, we're playing the Giants. And so we can probably slack a little. Yeah. And be all right. Yeah. The good part, our defense looked nice. They did. And I oh, don't know if it's it, because it scoring. we were playing the Giants or because our defense looked nice. But um, I was never, like, scared we were going to lose, even though the game was weird. Like, you know, we I think at one point it was 10 to 9. <laughs> yes. Um, and that was really late in the game, like in the third, maybe in the fourth quarter. And I just, I never felt like we were going to lose because I thought that, our offense can put points up if we need to, and I knew that our defense could stop the Giants, So, especially without Saquon. Um, but Devontae Freeman didn't look didn't look too bad either. Mm-mm. He kind of looked like he 
looked a little a couple seasons ago over in Atlanta. Looking fresh, yeah. Yeah, looking like he's got some a new hairdo and whatnot. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got a couple couple segments today. Um, the first one we're going to go into is actually a new segment we got going on. And so um, what, what I just want to say to you guys is we say this all the time. Tutter Nation is a podcast for the kids. You know, we're for the kids. We love the kids. We're a family show. We don't, we, we like to be funny, but you know, we, because of the guys we are, we're clean cut. We do stuff right. And we don't like to, uh, you know, put a bunch of trash out there for your kids. So if you're, if you're a parent and you have a kid, get them on Tutter Nation, get them, get them addicted to it. Uh, give them your credit card and just let them pay us a bunch of money. Somehow, um, somehow, yeah. pay us money. Pay us money. We have no way of setting that up yet at all. But <laughs> but once we do, like we really are a podcast for the kids, for the families, and so just give us all your money and vehicles if you have any extra vehicles and want to donate to us, we can sell them for cash. Um, <laughs> but you know, what <laughs> we are also a podcast for the females, and I say females with utmost respect. Um, mm-hmm being in the military we say male and female some people th- think it's weird but females is it's what you are yeah um and so for a couple of reasons too i think females should listen to Tutter nation one it'll give you great info to have conversations with your husbands or with your boyfriends or with your little homie you know um all the time when me and my wife are talking me and stephanie shout out steph um, when we're talking, you know, if she ever came to me with a little gem that came from Tutter Nation and I wasn't the host of Tutter Nation, I would be like, my wife is so freaking attractive yeah, and so smart about football. How did she know that information? <laughs> and so if you're a girl out there, I just want to encourage you, listen to Tutter Nation, get these spicy takes, bring them to your husband and maybe he'll give you a massage. Yeah. or wash the dishes yeah, or something like that. So use it to your advantage. Yeah. And then the other thing, the other uh, reason um, is just that girls just, I feel like there's a lot of, sorry, not girls, women, females, you know, um, they like football too, right? Absolutely. It's not just a guy thing. Yeah. No. There's a lot of females out there that love football, oh, yeah. um, like listening to sports radio, sports talk and stuff. So yeah. We, 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 we know that this isn't just a guy thing, and, and we want you guys to uh, subscribe, listen, and, and send us in. Well, we actually got a couple girls this weekend oh, yeah. to uh, call in, and they gave they were out clubbing, you That's know, right. um, do what girls do, clubbing and, and having fun out there yep. on a, a Sunday night after the games, but they ended up... We're do- so our new segment, that's what it is, it's called Man Crush Monday, and last week we got some some feedback from people, and they were saying like, you guys were were you know talking too kind highly of Russell Wilson. Man and crushing on Russ. Man crushing. Mm. Oh, you guys were just talking about how Russ is the best thing ever since sliced bread. I'm like, first of all, I hate Russell Wilson, so I don't know what they're talking about. I do respect him. Yeah. You know. I love Russell Wilson. Yeah. And I'll probably man crush on him a lot during this show. Yeah. But. It's better that we dedicate a segment to man crushing exactly. in general. And so, I, I could get carried away with Russ. I know you guys could probably get carried away with AD. You yeah, know. he's no, oh, he's so good. But um, yeah, so we, we just put it out. We're like, hey, if you guys have a man crush, um, give us a call, give us a, a a voicemail, and we'll play it on the show. So 
they did this weekend and uh yeah we'll play it for you guys yeah hey tutter nation this is becky jean i just had to call in and give a shout out for man crush monday yeah girls we're out here watching these games and i just love what i was seeing but there was definitely one hunk that stood out to me what's red gold and catches everything in sight my main man jorge skittles georgie kittle his muscles are bulging and caught all 15 of his targets yesterday for 183 yards and a tutter. Now I'm just hoping he catches feelings for me. <laughs> We're out here celebrating with my girls in the club. Let's go, girls. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my yeah, George God. Skittles is uh, probably the best player in the whole NFL. Yeah. I think that his hair is just to die it's for. It's like Gollum. I just want to braid it. I just want to braid yes, it. I really girl. do. Oh Tell him, Sharice. <laughs> oh my gosh, his hair could just wrap me up like a blanket. Uh-oh. Right to sleep. Oh my gosh. I even think that his goatee has Skittles inside it. Mm. Veronica, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there that was um thanks that was fantastic thanks girls for the uh for the call and you know this next week if you guys want to call in it's 1-800-TUD-TUD-NATION uh it's a lot of digits <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of digits we got that number specifically for you guys so uh give us a call give us a um a voicemail and and see if you guys can get um out on the show this show is brought to you today by uh, Bloodshed Inc. Uh, on Twitch. Follow him on Twitch. Uh, Bloodshed Inc. Follow him on Twitch. Just a little plug right there. Mm. Yeah, so like we were saying, like this week's games were just, they were, oh, oh, oh boy. Not again. Give me a take. Hey, give me a take. I want to hear a take from Tutternation. It's back by popular demand. Give me a take. I'm going to start us off this week. Yes, sir. Um, we should also probably review our takes at some point. Um, we're going to probably keep a score sheet of our um, of our takes along the way, um, especially in our other segment, Tutter and Shudder. But for my take this week, um, I kind of thought of it the other week, and I forgot to say it. And I was watching, uh, I was watching a game with Ethan, and I remembered it, and then I shouted it out, and then I just I said, "Pretend you didn't hear that." <laughs> because I really liked this take. Uh, but my take is um, within, I'm going to say, within the next four weeks, uh, Jalen Hurts will be the starting QB for the Eagles. Four weeks. Within Yeah, four weeks. Wow. I have a couple reasons. I have a couple, I have a couple things that lead me to say this. First of all, Eagles aren't doing that good. I mean, they kind of broke – the one rule of the NFC East, and that is they tried in their last game, <laughs> and they came out with a win. And I know we're pretty hard on the NFC East in this podcast. NFC least. I, I, I want to th- throw out some love and say, Eagles, good job. Good job beating the Niners. Um, that was awesome to watch. I'm rooting for you guys. You we know. love when the Niners lose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anytime yeah. the Niners lose on this podcast, worth it. we give you – the most praise yeah and so we think the eagles at one two and one are the best team 
in the NFC least. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And yeah, like I said, we're hard we're hard on, you know, the Niners. First place. Yeah. And we're hard yeah. on the NFC East. So anytime we get a chance to give them a shout out, like we did on like we got to hear a little bit of praise for Kittle on that segment. We got to get a little bit of praise for the Eagles who uh have been kind of a rough season, rough past couple years being in the worst division. But um I wanna highlight something about their about their team uh, they beat the Niners. Um, Jalen Hurts looks like a pretty dynamic quarterback. They brought him in for some plays. He was kind he of fumbled. He fumbled. He, he did. got it back, but he did. He but he shows he shows that he can uh, be a little dynamic, and that they at least trust him to go in the game. But what also makes me feel like he's going to be starting soon is uh, Carson Wentz has been pretty reckless. I feel like he knows his job could be on the line since he's they started the season so rough and. I didn't follow. I didn't follow him this closely before, but it feels like he's just running reckless. Like every time I see him running, it looks like he's really trying as hard as he possibly can. Which you know, to his credit, good for him. But I'm seeing some really close hits. Like there's a, a, a touchdown he had where he dove in the end zone, just inches away from getting decapitated. And I've seen him do this a few times where he's running and not sliding as soon as he should, and taking these dives that I'm gonna, I think are going to get him injured. We've seen that he's injury prone. It's a, it's like a tradition now. Each year he's going to get injured. And my prediction is that it's going to be sooner rather than later because he's trying to dig his team out of a hole. And we're going to see Jalen Hurts step into the starting role. Will he do well? Another I question. It's know. another take. That's another take. Yeah, another take, that's, another dollar. That's another take for another week. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like that. I mean, I'm not the biggest Carson Wentz fan, I think partly due to the fact that we could have drafted him, and I thought for a couple years that we should have. Mm-hmm. And then now it kind of seems like, well, maybe maybe we did our homework a little bit. Maybe the Rams knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, maybe um, the, you know, we still aren't quite sure about golf, but uh, – Carson seems like he's very athletic, but he also seems like there's something in him, yeah, that he gets injured a lot. And then there's also something in him that, like, he just sometimes just goes flat. And and he still can can move around the pocket. He's still very um, very mobile and everything. And But even that touchdown that he had that he threw to that, uh, that rookie, um, I think it was – like the play after Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball, Carson Wentz came back in and then threw like a thirty-yard bomb for a touchdown. Even that play, like that was a duck. Yeah, like that ball was not nice, um, and he got a touchdown. So obviously, in the end, it was a nice ball. Right. Uh, but it just did not seem when he threw that. I was like, uh oh, like yeah. that's a pick. Yeah. Um, and he's, then yeah, the he's not the blowing rook, anyone away. Yeah, the rook came down with the with the catch and so you know good for them and and again like i was rooting for them the whole night yeah and so i mean yeah good good job eagles like go eagles fly, fly, eagles, fly. fly. <laughs> yeah and we'll be rooting for you next time you play the niners in a couple yeah. years yep um, until then y'all on your own but go out go out there and uh win that nfc east man you guys are in first place you won your first game yesterday it's mm-hmm. week we're going into week five and you are in first place, so you should feel very fortunate. And it's wide open. Speaking of the NFC East, I have a question. Yeah. Why, as far as we can tell, there's no jobs being jeopardized as far as coaching in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. But we, we've already seen the first firing of the year for coaches. Ooh, Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's gone. Billy B. Billy O'Reilly Riley. I mean, <laughs> Bill O'Brien has... 
he has made so many big moves that are just kind of like stupid that and the the problem with Bill O'Brien is he's the GM and the coach. Yeah. And so when you take that role, if you make moves that turn out to be wrong moves, who are you going to fire? The GM? Okay. You're going to fire the coach? Okay. It's you. It's yeah. still you. Like two for. Yeah. When when you take those two responsibilities like if you're really good then you're going to get a lot of praise yeah. and if you're bill o'brien well then you're bill o'brien had he not had he not taken on that role and responsibility and had he not done that whole deandre hopkins trade and made those moves in the offseason i think they could have overlooked maybe this start of the season given how hard the first three teams were yeah but because mm-hmm. of because he took that on and because i, I still don't understand the deandre hopkins trade yeah i mean but your question was for the NFC East, how come there's been no more firings? Like Doug Peterson won, he won a Super Bowl. I feel like when you win a Super Bowl, it's hard to fire you. Mm. McCarthy got fired from the Packers after winning Super Bowl not too long after, and now he's in the NFC East, and he might be on the hot seat. But even with him, like Dak has been, his offense has created Dak like almost 500 yards of passing every single week. So at some point. I think you have to look at that and be like, okay, like maybe before we fire McCarthy, like if you're putting up 500 yards and like five touchdowns a week, you should be winning games. Yeah. And so there's something with their defense, which I think injuries could, I mean, mm-hmm. losing Vayton, Leighton Van Der Esch, Yeah. That's huge. I mean, that's like your middle linebacker, your captain of your defense. Um, and so by that happening, like there's definitely – pieces of there that that i'm like you can't really put that on mccarthy so him i I think he at least gets some some uh some time to figure it out peterson going for the tie against the Bengals, like he literally went for the tie like he punted the ball in the in (laughs) overtime and it's like um like okay so you when you punted the ball in overtime you knew that that either the Bengals were going to win or you were going to tie the game and so he was fine with tying. But now it's like, wait a second. He's in first place in the NFC East. Mm. So the end, it's because of that tie. So if he would have lost that game, he would be uh, in second, uh, tied for first, I yeah. guess. I don't know, one and three like everyone else. But now he's one, two, and one. Yeah. So it looks like Doug Peterson ain't on the hot seat anymore. He's a genius. Yeah, next, now he's a genius. Next again. McShay right there. McVeigh. <laughs> McVeigh. Whatever his name is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, and then I don't even. Who's the Joe, Joe Judge? Joe Judge, that dude just came in and just started making demands. Yeah. Took everyone's name off their jersey, like all this weird Ma- stuff. Run, run a lap. Run a lap. You yeah. make a mistake, you run a lap. That's the Joe Judge method. Nice. He's acting like he's 1975 over yeah. here. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. I think yeah. I heard he made like co- like assistant coaches. Doesn't matter. Like teams team players wives they have to run laps doesn't doesn't speaking of team players wives um well this kind of goes back to the rams game (laughs) we're gonna do a little jump back uh well he said team players wives so i don't know how much you guys know but this is also this conversation is for the females um if you thought there wasn't drama in the nfl if you thought there wasn't some just drama in the nfl we got Jalen Ramsey mm. laying one of the nicest hits I've ever that seen nice. on uh, Golden Tate, which 
tater tots. <laughs> yeah, Tate's already had a bunch of drama in his life. I got I got no sympathy. Yeah, for Golden yeah, Tate. Yeah, um, but so Ramsey hits Tate real nice, drives his shoulder into him, and gets up. And then after the game, everyone comes together and they're all shaking hands and kissing babies and whatnot. And somehow a fight breaks out between Tate and Ramsey. And so, you know, who threw the first punch, this and that, whatever. But it turns out, if you start looking into the story, the reason why this happened is because Ramsey used to date Tate's younger sister. Hmm. Not only did he date her, but he gave her two kids. Nice. And then cheated on her. Nice. With someone who dances for money. Nice. Uh, Yeah. Bubble, bubbles is her Solid. name. Yeah. Her bubbles. So, um, bubbles Ramsey. <laughs> bubbles Ramsey. So that now that there's this, you know, thing and, and Golden sticking up her sister, I, I can see it. I can see everything. I you know, that. Ramsey's probably not the nicest of. I mean, we've seen him not be a nice guy, yeah. and that's why we like him on the defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it know. sounds like he's the he's in the wrong in the situation. Yeah, it sounds like it, but I'll stick up for him. <laughs> You know, I'll stick as long up. as he wears that jersey. Yeah, he's not. You know, outside of football, I'm not going to stick up for that. But sure. you know, inside of football, you know, give him a little dirty glove. Give yeah. him a little stinky glove to the face. Yeah, I know. I know that is. I was trying to rationalize how I would defend Antonio Brown if the Seahawks had signed him in this offseason. It was hard, but I, yeah. I, I, I tried. I tried. I tried to. Uh, I drafted Antonio Brown last year. Um, in fantasy, man, that, there's there's a lot of upsets last year. Yeah, with drafting, but. I mean, if you're good, sad sad to say, if you're really good at sports, you can get away with some stuff. Yeah. Ramsey's really good cornerback. Yeah. He can probably get away with some stuff. Not saying he did what he did was right. It's messed up, but in the football world, I'm I'm gonna stand by him. <laughs> I'm gonna stand by him. Um and Golden Tate, I mean, come on. Yeah. He 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 broke up a marriage with Russell Wilson and his ex wife, so Yeah. You know, what goes around comes yeah. around. These are all things that are uh, confirmed, but not confirmed. But, but yeah, <laughs> girls, uh, ladies, like, that's juicy. If, you, if you've ever watched The Bachelor, what I just what I was just talking about is the final rose ceremony. It's a telenovela. It's a telenovela. With a, mixed with a rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. A little Love Island. A little Love Island dashed in there. A little, uh, uh, what's it, love and hip-hop. A lot of love and hip-hop, actually. Um <laughs> And so yeah, so that that's watch football. You'll you'll <laughs> you'll you'll uh, some exciting stuff. Yeah, you'll see some stuff. Um, in other news, there was another hit movie that what? came out this weekend. Get out. Yeah, another hit movie. It was actually a remake of a movie. Um, have you guys ever seen Apollo Thirteen? Oh, I love that movie. Apollo Thirteen, man, it's remake. a great movie, and it recasted some some characters from the first one. And there's just, you know, it's a great film about America, really, and, and trying to get back to the moon, these astronauts, and, and they go, and, the, you know, they get launched up into space and all that. But we'll just, we'll play the, the trailer for you guys, and, and you guys will get to take a look. Let's do it. After what started out as a horrible launch to the Houston Texans season, things started to look up as numerous media members, wait, check that, one media member had a stupid take that they would touch down their lunar rover at the end of the season 11 and 5. The only thing standing in their way was Kirby the vacuum cleaner cousins, screaming, You like that? while sucking his way to another disappointing season. On paper, it looks like the Texans will make it to the moon, but every time they try, it seems as if they are going 
to go floating off into space. The gravity must have been too strong as the Johnson & Johnson of Family Company backfield couldn't make it off the ground rushing for a combined 80 yards and no touchdowns. Luckily, there were no more tears. That was a soap joke. Join us this summer to remember the incredible journey when Tom Hanks and Gary Sinise were Adam feeling a little far from home after their loved ones, wondering if they were ever going to taste their wives' home Dalvin cooked meals ever again. There was a little hope to be had, but Deshaun said, Watson, you talking about? There is Kenny still some time to come back to Earth. Whether you see the world a glass half empty or a glass half will full of the fourth, the Texans and Ethan's take are doo-doo. Houston, we have a problem. You are 0-4 and don't have a head coach. Wow. What a trailer, you know. Yeah. I'm surprised I made it in the trailer. I didn't know it was that famous, but... Uh, I mean, this, yeah. It was a hot take. And, and, the, and the movie was made before all the happenings of this week, and it, it just it just foreshadowed it. in production for years. Man. Yeah, I know. It, it was... It's one of those movies that will go down as like, like one of those, you know, one of the, one of classic Gone with the Wind. Um, Casablanca. Casablanca, the remake of Apollo 13, where Ethan's take was horrible. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. They definitely failed me. They, they could still, like, half the take could still happen. They could, they may, they might be able to make the playoffs. They might. And to be honest, the firing of Bill O'Brien might just make your take come true and maybe i'll have to eat my words hey, i can't finish well like, not me ron howard the director of apollo i mean they sure. can they can technically still finish 11 and 5 they're gonna they could they're own four they could finish 11 and 5 <laughs> they could especially if they get a new head coach who comes in maybe sean mcfay's like little brother or yeah. something uh, <laughs> his dog they just hire his dog you know Airbud. yeah Airbud comes in there and just starts coaching it up i mean you know I thought, you know, the DeAndre Hopkins trade and then signing Brandon Concussions Cook to the team, you know, zero yards, zero receptions last game, obviously the number one receiver. But, man, yeah. I mean, that, they don't have a run game. That was a that was definitely a letdown. And they, I mean, let's just – you you were sweating a little bit when they were coming back. They got close. I mean, like, it was – I was even giving you that win. Like, it was against the Vikings. Yeah. So like when I mean they were both zero and three. Sucking his way to. (laughs) (laughs) They were both (laughs) zero and three, and when I was watching that game, I was just like, okay, like I'm gonna give this one to the Texans. It's it's not gonna make his take. It might break it still. Um, and and then afterwards, I was just like, there's no way this team's going eleven five. There's probably no way they're gonna win any games. (laughs) Many games after this. Um, but I mean, they still got Deshaun Watson and I think, you know, he is, uh, not an elite quarterback, but he's a quarterback that w- can go out there and win you games. Yeah. And so if he just keeps, and their, their receivers are kind of nice. Yeah. Fuller's, Fuller's nice. quick. Stills. Stills is quick. And so, I mean, Randall Cobb is, you know, Cobb. he's still good. Cobb's nice. Ageless. He's an old, like, um, receptions guy you can count on him on third downs and stuff and so and their running backs aren't bad i don't no, know no i mean yeah I, yeah A opening game i remember thinking okay like i was i was wrong about Seems david david decent, johnson yeah. he's pretty good yeah um and so yeah they're gonna win a couple games but 11 and 5 might be a little bit too much a little bit of a stretch a little bit of a stretch still a chance still a chance the take is alive ladies and gentlemen yeah, the take is alive, alive. <laughs> um speaking of takes being alive uh, Noah, your take was that mm. this one was 
I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know which take that I thought was easier to beat <laughs> last week. Yours was that Derek Carr was mm-hmm. going to lead the AFC West in touchdowns. Yes. Okay. Um, well, okay. <laughs> a lot of things can make my take come true. That's true. We had a long season left. Somebody, somebody it, could. It is nice to could. have a take that has to last the whole season. Right. Because even up until week 17, like yeah. pregame, even if he's like, 13 touchdowns shy of Patty Mahomes. Yeah. Technically, he can still beat him. Technically. Like, yeah. Tec- I don't have to eat my words until then. Until week 17. I'm kind of uh, banking on Mahomes. Uh, maybe, maybe a Mahomes injury sideletting him for a little bit to make Ooh. that take come true. But We're not an injury. Uh, no. We no, don't root def- for injuries definitely on this not. podcast. Definitely not. But, but if we were to. If it, if, it was, if it were to benefit my take. Yeah, if we were a podcast that did root for injuries, then maybe. maybe all, a little, all I'm saying is the way Mahomes played last game, that's my only chance of being right. I think that he showed up big time, sadly. Mahomes? Yeah. 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 Um, but Derek Carr, how did, how did Derek Carr do? Oof. I don't. All I remember was ex- being excited because my uh, tutter was coming true because I picked the Bills to beat the Raiders. Nice. Carr does have eight touchdowns and zero interceptions, which he's, is he's pretty conservative. Yeah, he's pretty conservative. He's he's kind of been dinged for that a little bit for being too conservative, but that's not bad. That's yeah, not bad, to, not have, bad. to have no picks. Um. Yeah, and then my take, uh, still alive and well. I said that the three and O Bears were going to go zero and three in the next three games, and yep. they lost. So Nick Foles playing like an MVP. Nick Foles is MVPing it up, um, and so I think I won the takes last week. So far, that's a take. That's a yeah. <laughs> the hot take. You're the, you're the closest. I'm yeah. I'm like, if this was chess, I'd be the king. Noah's the queen, and Ethan's a pawn. <laughs> Jester, a pawn. I'm the guy that that tastes the the food. Yeah, sure I, like poison. I like that. If we each give the queen, yeah, the king, king queen, queen pawn. pawn the pawn week. can move two moves first, and then one move the rest of the way. And so that's you. It was a good take. Well, crazy take. Crazy two take. moves out there. And now you're gonna die first. We, we really need to get like a whiteboard and write down all of our like hot takes because yeah. we have to wait a couple of weeks before we can find out if they're true or not. Yeah, well, yours we're gonna be able to just two weeks for yours. Two weeks. Noah's definitely 17 weeks, which sucks. Yeah. And then mine is also two weeks. So in two weeks, we'll know for sure my take or your take. Mm, that's true. Yeah. But so that's good. Spreadsheet for this. So far, I'm the only one that's given a take today. So. Ooh. Mm. Oh, oh boy. You know what time it is. Give me a take. Hey, give me a take. I want to hear a take from Tutternation. Ooh. I feel like these takes are almost like season-long takes. Like, that's the only way to do, like, hot take. Make Sure. Unless, you're, unless you're being, like, next game, you know, like, I, it's yeah, going. Yeah, but five. that's kind of like Tutter or Shutter, I guess, right? True. Yeah, so... My next hot take is that Dak Prescott is going to break the single season passing record for Ooh. yards. Wow. Who has that right now? Is that that's not Jameis, is it? I think it's Drew Brees. Okay. Yeah, I think it's Drew Brees. It's like I don't know what it is, honestly. But I know five thousand something. He's almost two hundred yards. I wish it was Jameis though. Ahead of the pace right now. 
So he has like the record for the most through what four games by almost 200 yards. I think it's like 183. He took it over from Kurt Warner. Yeah, he did. The legend. The legend. Yeah. So now Dak is the legend. I mean, if he keeps passing for 450 plus, then he's going to obliterate everything. Yeah, if Dak passes for 450 yards a game, he's going to have like 20,000 yards. <laughs> I can't do math, but uh, the, just just to inform our viewers, the uh, record for the single season uh, passing yard record appears to be uh, Peyton Manning with huh. 5,477 wow. yards. Well, if he keeps up his pace of uh, 450, he'll pass for 7,200 yards. Wow. So that ain't going to happen. That's definitely not going to happen. But but if it does, take. that'll be a really yeah, good take. That's my Ethan. hot take because yeah. if that happens, Ethan's take will probably never be beaten ever. No. I was wondering how you throw that many yards and don't team. don't win the games. And then I saw, how bad <laughs> I was watching highlights, defenses. and I saw Dak throw a pick on like the one yard line. And I was <sighs> thinking, I guess, I guess that's how you do it. Well, they're like down by like. 20 yeah. points every game, and so yeah. they're just in the hurry-up offense. He's just chucking it to Amari I mean, I Cooper. think it's it's kind of – I think our first episode, I had a kind of a take that Ezekiel Elliott was going to be bad this year mm-hmm. or less than he normally is, and Dak was going to be better yeah. because of McCarthy and, and his style of, of passing offense that he likes to use. And so I think that's uh, – that, to me, is the reasoning by behind what we're seeing um, – and then just with the injuries on defense, I honestly yeah. think the Cowboys have a great team. Their offense is really good. It's really good. Yeah, they just have all a their really receivers. Bad I defense. mean, even their tight end Schultz or whatever that dude. He's nice. Is nice. Oh yeah, they're, they're, I mean, Cowboys number one offense. They in, have in the, league. the leg. Mm. I yeah. love that man. Him and his leg. <laughs> he just has one. The other one's a stump. Yeah. That's Greg the leg, the and leg. Stump. not the legs. <laughs> Um, Noah, do you want to give a little Seahawk update? Yeah. Seahawks this week, uh, being a Seahawks fan, it was nice to see our team go 4-0 for the first time again since the 2013 season where we won the Super Bowl. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. That felt good. Um, I got to get me. I got to celebrate. I can't. It's so easy for me to be a downer and be like, because I'm getting hyped on these, these four or five touchdown passes a game. And it was only two touchdown passes, which you know I gotta I gotta be grateful for all these win- for the wins. So I'm super stoked for the season. We have the number two overall offense, I believe, right behind the Cowboys, uh, which is which is I can't remember the last time we had that. We've always been relying on our defense. Uh, we have the number three passing offense, and we're not even on the top five for rushing offense. Um, yeah, it feels kind of like this year the Seahawks are like a mirror image of themselves. Yeah, like. Their offense is keeping them in the games. Their defense is kind of a liability. Yeah. And so that's interesting. It's weird because, like, our defense, we're, I think we're the number three defense against the rush. So we're just getting cut up by passing. And it's weird because, you know, we got Jamal Adams in the secondary and then we got Quentin Dunbar. But, of course, those guys went down and that kind of hurt us a little bit. But even when we had them, we were still getting cut up a bit. I don't know why that's happening but really trying to stay positive because we're one of two four and no teams at the time of this recording <laughs> someone like breaking glass in the other room i think there's like ghosts in here or something yeah that's it casper the friendly breaker of glass we're just gonna leave that in there because uh, i don't know if i can remember everything i said about that but anyways hawks are looking good um, I'm grateful, man. I'm excited for this season. It's nice to see offense doing well. That's I think it's more fun to watch than defense. It's a little bit scarier oh, yeah. each game, 
but man, I'm, I'm excited. I'm super grateful for, for this team, for Russ, um, just trying not to take yeah, it for granted. Cause, yeah. cause as soon as we lose a game, it's going to, it's going to be a little bit different going. It'll be dark. Computer. It'll be dark for you yeah. for a couple days yeah. after that. I probably won't show up. I mean, I'll probably just not do the podcast yeah. anymore. Well, it'll just be me Start and you taking that. Meth. Like, you know, just <laughs> go right spiral. down the hole. <laughs> no, it was one game, bro. <laughs> you guys are 15 and one. <laughs> well, easy. They play the Rams twice. So. I was, yeah, I was just trying to be dramatic. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, the, uh, no, I think, I, I for sure think that Russell Wilson gives your offense the, the chance to win every game. How many interceptions does he have? Just one. He has he got another one that was kind of bad. It was in the end zone for a touchback. Um, so I'm really calling it one because the, fir- the first touch, the first well, the first no one well. was the first one was off of Greg Olson's hands. So Great. I'll call I'll call it I'll call it one. But technically, yeah, two. Okay. And he's thrown I think like fifty or sixty touchdown passes. <laughs> fifty or sixty. Wow. <laughs> oh, Greg. Just a ridiculous number. But yeah. Cool. Um. Yeah, so I think the Seahawks are annoying as usual. It, they look different, but they're four and zero somehow. Yeah, it's great. I love them, and I love seeing them at the top. <laughs> but the Rams aren't far behind. We lost a game in the last second that was should have been a blowout, and we came back. And so I feel good. I still feel good about the Rams. We had a, just a horrible game this week, but a pretty pick at the end. Pretty pick at the end. That was oh, nice. That was real nice. Darius Williams came yeah. in, just flew in there, and. Got that nice uh, – I mean, if that was a receiver, that would have been a nice catch. And all the time they're like, you play DB because you don't have any hands. <laughs> but uh, – Psych. Yeah. Darius has hands. Yeah. So, cool. Um, yeah. And then we got a Thursday night – well, we got those two Monday night games coming up tonight. <clears throat> Thursday night, this next coming up week is going to be the Bucks and the Bears. Yep. So, that's – that's gonna be like the first Thursday night game that I think I'm excited to watch. Well, I think we have to, yeah, we have to remember now with this uh, matchup. That's that's a Super Bowl. Is that, that's a Super Bowl rematch, right? Foles and Brady. Yeah. Oh. Foles won the last matchup. Oh. I was like thinking Bucks and Bears. I'm like, they're both in the <laughs> NFC. I'm like I don't know how to tell Noah this nicely. <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 the, that's the kind of thing I would edit out because I'd be so embarrassed that I that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you are correct. Foles and Brady, um, rematch of the Super Bowl on two different teams. Times. Uh, wow, that's just a weird accent that came in. Um, but yeah. So, oh. Give me a take. Hey, give me a take. I want to hear a take from Tornation. So my take for the week um, is also kind of a long game take, um, but it is that Kareem Hunt is going to lead the league in t- rushing touchdowns at the end wow. of the season, and it's because like yeah, it's because one, he's a G, two, yeah. um, Nick Chubb just got injured this last mm-hmm. week, MCL injury. He yeah. said he's going to be sidelined for several weeks, and they yeah. don't know exactly how long. But even after that, coming back, he might, you know, it might take him a little while to start getting the same amount of reps. And so I think it's going to be a uh, Kareem Hunt show back there mm. um, for the Browns. And man, I, I've, I've been a fan of Hunt. Um, not what he does on his off time by any means. I feel like this episode, I'm just sticking up for a bunch of bad guys. 
but uh, uh, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, OJ Simpson too. You know, he's my boy. <laughs> my <laughs> while, while we're at it, yeah, yeah. while we're at it, you know, whoever else you want to throw in there. Oh. I, I bought a Josh Hamilton T-shirt one time. Uh, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> but um, no, I, I just think that Hunt's gonna, yeah, he's gonna turn it up and start showing us what he was showing on Kansas City a couple years ago. And be one of the best running backs in the league again. Yes, he's had some real nice flashes. You see it. He has, man. Dude, the Browns in general, dude. dude. Like, okay. OBJ looked like he was OBJ again. Yeah. Like yeah. he's he's been a shell of himself, and now it finally looks like okay, like this might be the OBJ that we've been we've been waiting for. Yeah, everything's kind of lining up right now for this team. I mean, they're really obviously de- depending heavily on the run, which they can do because they got you know we've said it they got the best one two punch in that backfield. Mm-hmm. They really do with Chubb and and Hunt. And yeah, Nick Chubb's number two right now, uh, leading the league with, with rushing yards. But um, you're saying rushing TDs, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go with touchdowns. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I, I think that he he'll be kind of the guy they use for those tough yards. So I think I mean I, I like to take a lot, man. They're they're heavily they're relying so heavily, and that's a good thing for them to like utilize because how this is like a once in a lifetime, like backfield that you don't get that often in in leagues where yeah no i mean both these guys talent. i don't think they're going to be able to keep them on the same team I mean, they're both number ones oh. yeah they're both number ones and hunt had to take this contract because of mm. the stupid thing he did in the real world and so like no team wanted him so he kind of mm-hmm. just got this like super cheap contract yeah chubb is still a like young guy so he hasn't got paid yet so they're not going to be able to keep both of them which sucks for them but um i guess it's good for other teams sure. that need a running back sure I don't think you should ever pay running backs, by the way. Yeah. That's just a, another hot take, I guess. Because yeah. last time Gurley burned me, so mm. now I will never pay another running yeah, back ever again. Ever. Um, but yeah, uh, cool. Anything else? Man, that's uh, that's all I got. Yeah. No. Cool, man. Hey, thanks for listening, Tutter Nation. Give us a like and uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, anywhere that you guys get your um, podcast and then uh, go ahead and go to our Instagram and and uh, repost all of our video whenever we post something on Instagram just go ahead and share it in your story say oh my gosh these guys are so cool and these guys are so cool I love these guys they have the yeah, best takes yeah. ever yeah um, and then give us yeah if you're a female who listens to the show give us a call and we'll, we'll put you on our uh, man crush Monday and yeah yeah the good news is about us we're you know we're just starting out this is episode of what four we're doing episode now? four yeah. episode four we're, you, so you guys are getting in on the ground floor exactly so follow us mm-hmm. early you reach out to us send us like you're like oh i have an idea for this segment or like hey here's my take read it out on your show you know or leave a review and we can we can read it you know like we like this is the time to send those kind of things mm-hmm. this is the time to reach out to us uh, yeah because we'll do almost anything at this point um <laughs> for likes and uh i'm talking laughs. like i'm talking like we're gonna blow up yeah I no mean, for sure we're I, gonna blow up and strip. I would strip for likes yeah. on Instagram. You got that not, here. Not on Instagram, but I would. Ethan Bubbles. <laughs> Ethan Bubbles. Um, and yeah, so you guys know where to find us, Tutter Nation. We out. <laughs>